Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. We Need Each Other is a podcast about the importance of human interaction. It provides reminders that we are not intended to live in isolation. Human beings need each other. The things about another that pisses you off and the things that take you over the moon are all opportunities to see through another's eyes, recognize their intrinsic value, and then look more deeply within ourselves to find the love that's always there. I decided that I would do this episode of We Need Each Other solo this week because I'm having some revelations of my own and I just kind of want to talk them through here through this method. We need each other. I, I think about that that idea frequently and I hear the words come back at me just in conversations, not even talking about my nonprofit or my podcast or anything, the words we need each other show up all the time. And, oh man, sometimes I question, do we need each other? I mean, we do. We do. We need each other. But are people in conscious recognition of the fact that we do need each other? When I'm learning so much about white privilege and how... uh, As a white person of a certain stature in life, you don't recognize that other races really exist. They're not part of your world. You see them, and it's why you say, I don't see color, because you see them, but you aren't really aware of them. If you get to step outside of the culture of other people, and only live in your own environment, it's a demonstration of you don't need other people. (laughs) You may need your people, but you don't need the other people that live in the world around you because you can live in isolation in your own world. And therein lies the problem, as I see it. I've been very disappointed, honestly, and very elated at the same time. It's kind of a confusing situation that I've been in because I'm teaching a class called Deconstructing Racism, Moving Through Discomfort to Action. And there's some ideas in that. One is I believe that if we look at the system of racism, because we have to remember that it's a system that threads all the way back to the start of this country, 
that the things that we see are not isolated incidents. They never have been, and they hopefully will go away one day. <laughs> but we have to recognize that system, what it looks like. There's terminology that goes with it. And it's uncomfortable sometimes to face it. And it's particularly uncomfortable for white people. So I hear white people saying that they want to, that they care and, you know, they protested and they talk about how many protests they've been to and they've got their Black Lives Matters t-shirts and they post the devastating things that are happening to my people all over social media. But sometimes when it comes to stepping up and truly making the change, I hear excuse after excuse after excuse, and it's been very disappointing to me. And yet, there are those people who say, I need to learn from a black person. I know that. I've been in book clubs, but it's all white people, and white people can't teach black, white, white people can't teach other white people what it is that black people are really experiencing. Although white people can call each other out on their racism and their bias. But here's the deal. You first have to recognize the racism and bias within yourself. I've been speaking with some really honest white people who say, I know that sometimes I don't realize that I've said something that's taken as racist. I don't realize that I've said something that has harmed another person or feels hurtful to another person. This class helps you to understand when you're operating unconsciously so that you can begin to be conscious about what has been planted in you. There's no guilt. There's no shame. We all have it. We live in a country that has implanted lies in all of us from its very beginning. And we've taken them on as truth. And so we all have to dig it out. We all have to dig it out. We have our own ways of healing and one of the ways to heal this through white America is for you to recognize inside of yourself what is running, what is operating that you have not paid any attention to. You can recognize the look on someone's face when you've said something off-putting and you really thought you were just being charming and wonderful. The things that you say that are racist, the things that you say that demonstrate your bias, do not go unnoticed by black people because we've been hearing them for so long. They just have gone unchecked by black people. But I have said this over and over again, and I will continue to say it. There is a new black American living. It seemed to have taken a shift at the uh, murder of George Floyd, that we became unapologetic about our blackness. We are very proud in a way that I'm 69 years old and I went through that I'm black and I'm proud and, and, and we've taken on a, a pride, but there's such a freedom that I feel right now as a black woman, because I don't have to make you feel good about how you treat me, but I will call you out on it. I will not do it in a harsh way, but I ask you to listen. And the problem with privilege is that you think sometimes that you don't have to listen the problem with white privilege sometimes is that you think that you know and you understand because I'm a good white person and I would never do anything harmful, but you don't know that you're saying and doing things harmful all the time because it's been planted in you to be white. 
to be white. And it's been planted in me to be a colored girl. So there was a part of me that did not know, you know, I can't say did not know my value. I think black people have always known our value. It's just been beaded, the knowing of it's been pushed away from us so strongly by this murderous society that we live in. Our society is continuing to murder black people in every institution that exists. And white people, you're looking at police brutality. There's so much more. There's so much more in the way that they're killing my people, every society. You even look at what's happening with the pandemic and you've got black children who can't, who don't have the quietude at home that they need in order to listen. They may not have all the equipment that they need in order to study. They, you know, their environments might be different. We're falling by the wayside through the pandemic, through our healthcare, through our education, through the social distancing, because we do really need to be in physical contact with other people. And these things that we're looking at through just this pandemic are more harmful to the underserved than they are to that white collar male worker who can easily work from home. He's got everything that he needs. And when we go back out into the world, he can stay working at home. It's it's no big deal to him. His kids are educated. He's happy. He's free. You know, not to say that everyone's not affected in some way, but we have to look at the underserved, which tends to be black people, are affected in a more devastating way than anyone. We cannot forget that. Whew. It's important that white people really take those rose-colored glasses off and look more deeply. I urge you to look more deeply. It's the reason I'm teaching this class. I want to explain. You may not have heard, because I hear white people say, I never heard a black person say that. Every black person I know, every black person that hears this will understand they have said, I am exhausted. We continue to be exhausted because our people are being murdered in front of our faces, because we're realizing what's happening with our people that you get to not see and understand. And when we're asked to help you to understand, to see more clearly, when you come and ask if we're okay, we're not okay. We're not okay. And it's the reason that black people have said, I can't help you. You need to go help yourself. Figure it out for yourself. And I kept hearing that and thinking that it's an impossibility for them to figure out something that they can't see. It is a reason that I'm teaching this class because I've heard from people in the class. I've been to book clubs and I've read, you know, the typical how to be an anti-racist, white fragility. Those are at the top of the list. They've read them, but they're in discussion with other white people. And if you don't hear, dig into the culture, learn and understand and participate in a life with people who are different from you, then you are upholding the system of racism. There I said it. If you're not digging in deeply, 
to really understand and get comfortable with black people and our lives, you are continuing a system of racism with all your protesting and your compassion, you're holding up signs, you're even eating at a black restaurant. If you're not getting to participate in any way, have deep conversations with us, understand blackness, allowing yourself to listen to someone who's lived a black life, then you're continuing the system of racism. And I know that's not what you want. So I'm asking you, dig deeper. There are so many layers. There are so many layers that the one thing that you did is not gonna change the world. But when you support black people's lives truly, then you're a part of changing the world. So I asked for action in my class. I asked for you to do something that you can physically see that I have done a thing on this day that has helped to support a black person. Not just increase awareness about the issues, not just increase awareness about the devastation, but to actually step in and do something that is supportive. We talk about the possibilities of those things in my class. So I, I just needed to express today because I'm sad and elated all at the same time. Sometimes I have panic attacks. I can't breathe. I have a dear friend who sent me a spray to, to spray for myself so that I can catch my breath because to do the work that I'm doing to assist white people in seeing their bias so that we can live in a healed world together because I'm trying to heal and I know black people are trying to heal, but it takes white people not just being aware, it takes white people healing also. And that is not always comfortable. We can get through it. When you face it, you can get through it. As long as there's a looming thing out there in front of you, you're demonstrating to me that you don't need black people, but I know that we all need each other. So I thank you for considering what I have said today. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.